0: Welcome back, everybody. Mike and Ben here with another episode of The Undiluted Truth. Hey, guys. And uh, today we have another great show for you. Just wanted to give you a highlight here. Dr. Neil Nedley and Doug Batchelor, this is an interview. So what we're doing is taking you back to early March 2020, the title of this interview, if you will, is the best coronavirus prevention, and this little video clip is we're, we're getting it off of YouTube. So uh, we may attach a uh, an, an address to where you can get that, but uh, you could go to YouTube and and just put in there. You could actually just put in there, Dr. Neil Nedley and Pastor Doug Bachelor, and it'll All pop. Right. It'll pop. It'll pop right up. So the highlight here, we wanted to. Kind of shift gears a little bit. Uh, hope you enjoyed, uh, by the way, our improv. Uh, we did, that was fun, uh, as, yeah. as, as you could tell. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, with that being said, we want to get into, as you well know, uh, the things that we are into health, immune system, prevention and that sort of thing this one is really going to highlight the immune system and we think that you will really get a lot out of this so ben uh, as we're here doing our due diligence uh rock tumblers and truth seekers uh strap on your seat belts and let's get going all right here we go <music>
1: Hello friends, I'm very thankful that we can come to you with this special presentation. I'm here with a friend, Dr. Neil Nedley, who is the president of the Weimar Institute, as well as an internist and a specialist in uh, how to prevent getting disease and build up your immune system. As we all know, Dr. Nedley, the, uh, the news has been filled. It's been ubiquitous, talking about the coronavirus and the uh, COVID-19. Right. And people are wondering, uh, you know, what can they do? What practical things can we do? It doesn't look like it's leaving the news cycle because new cases are being found. As of the time of this recording, a school just south of us here in Sacramento was closed down, even though there were no local cases. They closed down the school. Six million people quarantined in Italy. Okay, we're going to pause that real quick, Ben. All right. And
0: just to bring your attention and and a reminder as we go through, and, of course, you know that uh, this is sort of the way we roll with these clips. Uh, We'll we'll be stopping them periodically uh, making comments. But no known cases in that area, in the school closed. Hmm. Uh, I I think that's interesting. But remember how far back we're going. We're going all the way back to March
2: 2020. Right. So— that, just that statement though sounds very familiar to something that we're going to bring up in another episode coming up here though absolutely I can't say too much about that right I, and
0: yeah. and i I'm not sure if Doug mentions it, but I'll mention it now that that school uh their location is California right, so I don't know my first thought was it's been well over a year mm-hmm. and that and i'm not sure the status of that school today so uh, yeah i, I don't I, know. It, it was a bit of an eye opener for me and i do
2: I, remember hearing about that i i believe that same closing last year but
0: yeah right so it it, it was one of the first Then, of course he he mentions uh, italy's uh, quarantine and so forth but uh, mm-hmm. let's uh
1: let's let's get going here back All right. to this uh there may be still millions quarantined in china the word we're hearing is that Folks might just expect that it's going to continue to spread. So I want to thank you for joining us today. But if if I'm uh, correct, there is at this point no um, imminent vaccine or no immediate vaccine available.
3: That's correct. It won't be for at least a year. So, yeah, unlike the flu virus, uh, nothing you can do to get vaccinated on this one.
1: Just covering some of the common questions that are coming in. Uh, this is a similar virus to a flu virus. I guess it comes from a family of viruses that are of similar nature. But would you say that the COVID-19 is more or less contagious than the common flu?
3: It seems to be a little more uh, transmissible. You know, the average uh, individual with the flu uh, will transmit it to uh, a little more than one person on average. And uh, the average person with coronavirus is transmitting it to a little more than two. So it makes it a little more transmissible, probably double the transmission rate.
1: Now, if I understand right, you and I were talking off air. You said that part of that might be because um, some people have it and they're not showing serious symptoms, but they are carrying it and they don't know.
3: Exactly. And that's what this is why this virus is going to spread. You know, unlike SARS or Ebola where virtually everybody got sick and you could contain it and, you know, contain those sick people. 80% of people getting this virus are not really getting that sick. Maybe a mild cold, maybe a sore throat and it goes away, or maybe no symptoms at all. A lot of people with healthy immune systems, they have no symptoms at all, but yet they're transmitting the virus unknowingly. And so uh, that makes it tough. Uh, Only uh, less than 20% actually get sick enough to seek care. Mm-hmm. you know, and go to a hospital, and those are individuals normally that have the pneumonia, and that's, of course, much more serious because the pneumonia can go into acute respiratory distress syndrome, and that's why the deaths are occurring.
1: And then the, from what I've seen is compared to, I know a lot of people every year die from the common flu because it's pretty much everywhere, but with the uh, coronavirus, they say it, it may be as high as like 2.3% or 3%, they're still gathering figures, uh, death rate.
3: Right. Yeah, and it's probably going to be less than that because that's figures on the ones that are known cases. That's right. And just like I mentioned, since so many are not actually coming down with many symptoms and they haven't been tested, um, the death rate of coronavirus is probably going to be less than that. But we do think at this time that the death rates are probably higher than the flu.
0: Okay, we're going to pause that. It's a few things we we want to touch on here. Now, of course, he said that... Eighty percent now, this was back then now, as we're listening, we know we've got the ability to look back and, and, and see everything that has taken place and more information that has come forward right but what what he said that back then eighty percent of those that were being infected were not getting very ill, and one critical thing we need to to understand, and I like the way he sort of drew this together was that those that weren't getting very ill were still passing it on. Now that for the longest time was debatable. We were going, well, well, they've got it. They can't pass it on. They've got it. They can pass it on. I think that if you were Close proximity and sneezed and whatnot, you passed that on just like you did the flu. I think that was the ultimate conclusion to that. And that's what was going on. But he mentioned that the death rate was going to be reported higher
3: because
0: they didn't, they couldn't include the cases that were uh, where there was no symptoms.
2: Right.
0: So naturally, that the math on that, if you have all those other cases, it, another, mm-hmm. and, and, and there's virtually no major illness, now the death rate percentage is going to go down. so right. that was that was very important when you think about it, is how the even all the way back then, the numbers were starting to be skewed. And for me, that's when you have to sort of put on your common sense at. It, that makes sense to me, does that not make sense right. just by the math, because yeah. you're excluding a whole bunch of people, and mm-hmm. it might have been eighty percent you know eighty percent weren't even very ill uh, you know that are included in the death rate, so very ill is what? well, a sneeze were they even considered being infected. So right. uh, just to draw attention to, you know, to the numbers there and know why they were skewed and how they can actually skew them. Now, at this point, we're not accusing intentional misrepresentation of the numbers. Right. But just how they can do it.
2: Well, I mean, just going to a common flu. I mean, the true numbers of that aren't really available either. Because, again, most people know what a common flu is and, yeah, you might go to the doctor or you might just stay home for a couple days, deal with it, and then go back to work. So, if you stayed home, that's not getting reported. Good point. So, I mean, the numbers are, quote, inadvertently skewed even for the common flu. That's... Because so many people stay home, they don't even go to the doctor, you know, whatever that's
0: that's fair enough and that's that is that is a good point so okay well let's let's move on and more great stuff
1: to come here from uh, uh neil nedley now since there is no um immediate cure or vaccine for this people are wondering well if it comes to a neighborhood near you uh which what i'm hearing is they're figuring eventually it is going to continue to spread, that yeah. if it comes to a neighborhood near you, um, you know, what can you do? Uh, well, for one thing, will, will the summer season help slow the spread as, you know, flu season, I guess, is typically worse in the winter.
3: We expect it will probably slow in the summer because of the heat and all of the sunlight. You know, sunlight is antiviral, and of course, sunlight helps our immune system with vitamin D. And just like the flu um, goes away in the summertime, many experts are thinking this will likely occur. Although, since it's a novel virus, uh, we're not absolutely sure until time Mm -hmm. does occur.
1: You know, that's it. Okay.
0: Two quick things here, maybe three. (laughs) Sunlight, he said, is what?
2: Antibacterial. Antiviral. Antiviral,
0: sorry. Yes. And so sunlight, and he said another thing, he says, well... Another thing important to know is he says this is a novel virus, by the way, meaning Mm -hmm. the unknown is going to give it a lot, give it a lot, give it a lot of possibilities. So, So they're still, you know, unsure at this time. But there again, it was March 2020. But he also mentioned vitamin D. Mm -hmm. natural vitamin D. Now, many of our listeners have probably heard already that there are some out there today that are calling our flu season a vitamin D deficiency season. They are saying that we really don't, these are doctors that are saying this now that we really don't have a flu season. Us doctors know that the vitamin D is really what builds the immune system that keeps you healthy. So, it's that, interesting that all the way back then, he's connecting sunlight to vitamin D and antiviral.
2: Yeah, well, that's it's interesting. Very, very I've never important. heard. I had never heard that specifically what you just said. Um, but that al- that almost makes sense, uh, in a way. Yes. Um, but I mean, our bodies in general need vitamin D anyway, and you know we need to be out in the sun now. Some people are like sun cancer, blah, blah, blah. But everything in moderation, in my yes. opinion. I mean, if you're yeah. out there all day long, then, you know, but if you're like getting 10, 15, 30 minutes of sunlight here and there yes. um, throughout the day, you know, that's helping, that's helping your body.
0: Yes, and they connected the nation's vitamin D levels to be lower consistently in the Northeast. In the areas up, maybe even northwest,
2: northwest, it's colder, especially Seattle. You know, cause.
0: well, where well, you know, yeah, <laughs> I, there's a lot of deficiencies in Seattle. Well, but, yeah, uh, well,
2: uh, I, uh, I bring that up because it's mostly it's a tropical. I mean, it's a rainforest essentially over there. Yes, and so it's pretty much cloudy all winter long. Well, yes, yes so
0: they can't really get much sun. Not a lot of sun, yeah. and you can still get some vitamin D, even though it's a little bit cloudy. Right, but right what the northeast does in in those some of those areas is it drives people indoors because it gets so cold for such a long time they're not coming out as as often so that really creates a little problem in receiving your vitamin D if you're not taking supplements and and so right. forth so yeah
2: that's true that's So
0: true. naturally when you think about it this is you know uh, free i mean it doesn't cost anything i don't have to load up and spend a whole lot of money on on things that are going to build my immune system necessarily mm-hmm. Some of us do need that, but if you can get it naturally, hey, we need to be con- you know, uh, cognitive of that and, and take advantage of it, for sure. It mm-hmm. really kind of key points that uh, Dr. Nedley was making right there. So, all right, let's move on.
2: Okay.
1: Excellent segue. Uh, your specialty is at the Institute um, teaching a program that's world-famous right now called New Start. Which is talking about certain natural things a person can do to improve their immunity and improve their health overall. Exactly. You explain what New START is, real quick.
3: Well, New START is an acronym uh, that uh, Weimar has trademarked, and it's very easy to remember these eight principles that have been shown to be very immune enhancing. Uh, proper nutrition is the N, the E is exercise, the W is water, which is being talked a lot about in the coronavirus. Uh, the S is sunlight, the T is temperance, that means avoiding things that are harmful to the immune system, like alcohol and tobacco. Uh, the A is air, and of course, um, fresh air is a great way not to get the virus. There's virtually no cases um, spread you know, out, outdoors. Uh, and then R is rest, uh, proper rest, which means getting enough sleep. And then T is trust and divine power. Which is actually shown to also be immune enhancing. So,
0: I'm going to stop it right there. That's 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 pretty powerful. Okay. Now, the new start. Had you heard that before?
2: I ben? have not heard of that program yet. No. Yeah,
0: very powerful. And, and it's it's eight principles, you know. And mm-hmm. you know, you got the, the you start from the very very top. You know the uh, the N E W, and the, the acronym uh, is is right on down the line. But I, I wanted to draw attention to first of all, remember those. So can can you remember them as he went through them?
2: Not all of them. No, <laughs> <laughs> have, I'd have to think for a minute here. Yeah. Don't quiz me
0: yet. Yeah. So, uh, but I I think he brings it up again, and maybe towards the end we can repeat that for for our listeners. It's it's, it's very important, but. I wanted to just highlight real, real quick here before we we move on that virtually no cases reported outdoors.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: It doesn't doesn't that make sense when you've got all of that uh, going on? Uh, you, you've got the you know the sunlight, right? Yeah. Uh, antiviral.
2: <laughs> I, well, I was I was just uh, I don't know if this is the time to bring it up, but I was just thinking of something in my head. It it's kind of and I I don't know if it. You know, if people would, if it would make any sense to anybody. But in my head, I thought it was kind of neat that you have earth, essentially nutrition, because most of that, from Mm -hmm. what they're going to do, and what I know of, it's basically, what, probably a vegan type of, it's either vegan or vegetarian, which a lot of it's going to come from earth. So you kind of have earth. You have sunlight, which I mean, it's a big ball of fire. So you have fire. You have air, which is wind, mm-hmm. and you have water. So I just like the four, <laughs> four <laughs> elements. The four elements. I was like, well, oh, that's yeah. kind of interesting.
0: Yeah, well, you know, you may be onto something, uh, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> but so. uh, the, those things are all natural.
2: Exactly. You know, yeah. Exactly. And
0: God has given us these things uh, to keep us healthy. It, it's it you know it is something that is god given and and we don't want to miss that and of course i like the fact at the end the t he did say that that was trust in a divine power and has shown mm-hmm. immune enhancement right that's interesting i would like for him to explain
2: yeah, a little bit
0: more about that but yeah. it has shown i mean to me yeah that kind of trumps anything i mean you know the, the divine power you know but I didn't know they did studies. That's that's what I'm getting at as to right. the trust and and what kind of studies were done and so forth. That's that's and that, that's, that's and, all I was getting. And
2: that's at. essentially the fifth element, or the final element. Yeah. And if you're a movie buff, I, I just finished watching the Fifth Element. Okay. So, but which deals with pretty much the same that those four and then essentially the fifth element is a you Creator? know is a uh, well. Supreme Being is what in the movie, in, in the movie. but yeah. for in reality, that would be God, yeah, that, the divine you know, power. Yeah, that's it, the it, divine power. So I, it, that's kind of interesting yeah, there. Yeah, uh, at it, least to me here.
0: It, it, absolutely. Okay. All right. Good stuff. Let's uh, let's move on.
2: All right. Yeah.
3: So if we have eight of these principles together, uh, we can expect uh, that our immune system will make us one of the ones if we're exposed to it. One of the ones with no symptoms or maybe just mild symptoms.
1: Yeah, well, that's very encouraging. So there's a chance we could be in that uh, 70 or 80 percent that may be exposed. Uh, Now, if a person is exposed to coronavirus and they're able to resist it, they're developing, if I'm not mistaken, certain antibodies that help prevent them in the future.
3: Exactly. Yeah, those antibodies uh, will be protective of them in the future. And that's actually better than getting the vaccine when you've gotten the real thing and your body's fought it off. And real quick, we uh, we can just that's pretty obvious, but
0: you you don't want to miss that.
2: But it's also interesting. He's bringing that up last year in March, which technically for most of America and other places, that was kind of the beginning of, quote, the pandemic. Yes. Yes. I mean, it wasn't the true beginning, but that's when things started to happen kind of thing. Yeah, that was it, so, it. Was at the very beginning, and like right then, he's bringing that up. Yeah. So
0: it's like you think about schools were closing,
2: mm-hmm.
0: quarantines were happening, things yeah. were just you know it's it's almost as if the volcano was getting ready to explode, right? And he's telling you that if you've had it, basically, don't panic. Mm-hmm. You don't need to, you know, be worried about anything. Now you have just you've you've made it through. And, of course, we heard earlier about over 80% of the people weren't even, you know. Nobody
2: knew they had it anyway. Yeah.
0: Right. So you've just entered into an area that's even better than the vaccine. So you can't really beat that. And, of course, we see where we are today. But I, I like the fact that you pointed out that, yeah, that was way back in March of 2020. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, okay. Well, moving on.
3: So virtually every epidemic, whether it was the SARS virus, Ebola, AIDS, they all have the signature that they started from actually eating unclean meat. And because we're an unclean animal, we spread that readily. So this is why if we can get infection from a cow, we might die from that, but we're not going to spread it Mm -hmm. uh, to other human beings. And so uh, the uh, eating unclean meat is really unresponsible because if you get an infection from unclean meat, you're going to readily spread that to other humans who are actually innocent. You know, they're, they're not eating that. And, of course, we can trace it to the actual supermarket and the person who first contracted this from unclean animals. And in coronavirus case, it was a uh, bat. OK, I need to stop it right there.
2: Well, that's new. Uh, well, 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 <laughs> I hadn't heard that. Well, hang
0: on, yeah, I, uh, that was going out uh, from the very beginning. But but mm-hmm. let's let's really clear and 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 keep in mind when this was. But that yeah. was that was out there, and it was so called confirmed. You know, we talk about, and this is one of our truth things. You know, right? Uh, okay. And, and I think this one is right along the ignorant line. But but I'm I'm going to help clear this up, hopefully. So, uh, the one thing that I wanted to kind of emphasize is we are an unclean animal. Humans are unclean. If unclean eats unclean, Mm -hmm. it can spread whatever sickness you get really rapidly. It, it, It could run rampant. But if an unclean eats clean, as Allah, he mentioned, cow, that could infect one individual, but that individual cannot spread. So unclean Very and un- un- unclean and unclean, right. matching up, will spread it. You know, like I say, just uh, just huh. all, really as we've seen all over the world.
2: Yeah, and I, I hadn't heard that. But either. mad
0: cow disease, so to speak, right. or or just an illness from a, a clean animal,
2: correct,
0: is right. isolated in the individual. So you could have someone mm-hmm. in your house that has been infected from a clean animal if that's it, how they got infected. And it's not going anywhere other than that individual. So,
2: Okay, right. As
0: for the bat, uh, they found out that this did come from a bat. But what's not being said is that the bat was brought in, intentionally, into the lab. So...
2: Okay. Right. The,
0: this virus came from exactly. I mean, because when these when they're playing around with Mother Nature and viruses and right. so forth, that they, they, they're messing with Mother Nature and and what has been confirmed, and we'll get into some of the actual facts and documents on this that that uh, bats were brought into the the lab. Mm. So okay. he was sort of right, but yeah, you know, didn't go into that particular uh, detail.
1: Gotcha. So. All right, let's move on. Oh, when we talk about the, um, some of the things that people can do, uh, you know, there's been some practical information given. Of course, I guess the same things that you would follow when it comes to the common flu is be more careful with the washing, sanitizing, avoid certain congested places, especially if you're in an area that uh, has been... Uh, identified as you know where there's community spread Mm -hmm. but so there's things we can do to increase our immune system by following the new start principles
3: yeah the nutrition uh, antioxidant foods your high antioxidant foods um, in vegetables and in fruit will actually help us so these are your cruciferous vegetables broccoli brussels sprouts and the greens are very potent in antioxidants spinach um, kale is the number two antioxidant vegetable. And the number one is garlic. And garlic even has some very strong antiviral um, activity and can even uh, take care of viruses itself, plus it can help our immune system uh, with that. And the fruits are going to be primarily your berries, and the, and the whole um, fruit that actually has the most antioxidants um, that are not berries is the simple plum. And so uh, these are uh, things that can actually uh, protect our immune system and help us
2: and help us. I think we had a glitch. We, uh, are,
0: we are buffering. <laughs>
2: Chalk I, it up to technology, folks. It's yes, okay. Yes. Uh, we, we, we do our best sometimes.
0: Yeah, the The clip is buffering for some weird reason. And okay, I think I've got it back. Okay, so. But wait, well, let's see. Um, I'm not sure.
1: So we might hear a little bit of a repeat. That's all right. It's yeah. so with us. Uh, there are a lot of different videos going out around about the coronavirus where people are selling uh, health supplements and did things at exorbitant it? prices, oh. and we're doing this to let people know there's free well, things this is new. <laughs> exactly. you can do that God's provided yeah. we'll in his word. Right. Now, you did say there's one thing you might buy over-the-counter at a typical drugstore that could help boost your immune system.
3: Yeah, the New England Journal did a study on the flu um, three weeks ago uh, that was published showing it, that if you take N-acetylcysteine, and, of course, this is a natural antioxidant that boosts our glutathione. It's very cheap. You can get it in any drugstore or pharmacy. Two of those pills a day, which is 1,200 milligrams, if you're exposed to the flu, three out of four that were taking the NAC developed zero symptoms and developed antibodies against it. And that's, that's off the charts in regards to anything else. In fact, better than the flu vaccine <laughs> uh, itself by helping our own immune system uh, do that. And it's pretty simple. It raises our glutathione levels and helps us in other ways too.
1: That's good, and so what's the name of it again if they just go to the counter? Yeah,
3: N-acetylcysteine will be called NAC because that's what it stands for, N-A-C. So it's really uh, easy to remember, NAC.
1: Very good. Now, if people want to know more about the New Start principles to help boost their immune system and there's other health, many other health benefits, the website?
3: Yeah, uh, newstart.com. It's pretty easy. So newstart.com, and you can get a lot more information.
1: And we've got something exciting for those that are watching. Uh, You know, we're not, everything here, we're providing free information so that people can get the the truth out. That uh, there was a magazine that uh, Weimar printed in cooperation with Amazing Facts a few years ago, and it's dealing with the New Start principles. And I think Dr. Nedley contributed to this. It's called Amazing Health Facts, Eight Bible Secrets to a Longer and a Stronger Life. Anybody that wants a free copy of this, if you wanna know how you can boost your immune system and just other ways of uh, improving your health, just click on the link at the bottom of this video. You get it for free, and we hope you'll pass it on to your friends. Well, anything else you wanna add, Dr. Nedley, about um, you know, what we might keep in mind with what's happening? People are afraid, so should we be afraid? Or
3: Well, I don't think there's really a reason to fear if our immune systems are good and we're healthy. Now, if we're unhealthy and we have something definitely suppressing our immune system, that might be a reason to stay inside and stay more isolated if it's out and about in the community. Uh, But uh, for those of us who have healthy immune systems and not that we're out there asking to come in contact with it so we develop our vaccine and antibodies, we still need to wash our hands. If we're putting our hands up to our face, those hands need to be washed immediately beforehand. If you mess up and you don't do that, I would recommend you carry around a little zinc lozenge because zinc is toxic to the coronavirus on contact. So if you happen to, oh wow, I just touched my face and I touched this surface over here and if, you know, if it's infected, I'm doomed. No, zinc is toxic uh, to the virus on contact and those little zinc coldies or other zinc lozenges can be helpful. Exercise, aerobic exercise. The water therapy that is best is actually the contrast baths. When you end with cold, it is an immune stimulator. And so, if you in the morning, instead of just taking your hot shower, just alternate, hot and cold. End with cold for a minute, and you'll warm up again right away, and that's very immune enhancing. Uh, of course, the S for sunlight, um, the T for temperance, the A for fresh air, the R for rest, and the T for trust in God. If you have all those eight principles, I'm not really worried about you if you were to come in contact with the coronavirus with the precautions that we've talked about and uh, we can still be a very positive influence in the world. But it does underscore the need that new start needs to go viral. Yeah. You know, <laughs> because that's, that's our principles. protection.
1: Yeah. Following the principles God gave us for uh, natural healing and health. And they're all outlined in God's Word as well. Exactly. And I like that last T, especially, trust. Yes. You know, God doesn't want us to live in fear. He wants us to live in faith.
0: Okay. I love the way that, that Dr. Nedley, of course, and Doug, ended up, but mm-hmm. he emphasized we should not be afraid. He emphasized even just good hygiene, washing hands, hands to the face, the zinc, that's you know kills a virus on contact.
2: Yeah, hadn't heard it, that is, one.
0: Is 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 very very uh, uh, important. Um, the in acetylcysteine, the knack that the study by the New England Journal of Medicine on the flu right. uh, that what are you, three out of four that took it either had very little symptoms or none at all. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, I have been taking the knack since March of
2: 2020. Oh, really? Okay.
0: Zinc has been in my home since March of 2020. Okay. Uh, so anytime that, you, you know, you think, well, you know, where did I go? So forth, so on. Did I touch something? You know, but we've had the zinc in our house anyway, so that wasn't okay. such a big deal, you know, going to the gym. Or even if you start feeling like you get a scratchy throat or whatever, you take the zinc and it, he, he made no bones about it. It it kills the coronavirus on contact. Mm-hmm. That's, that's impressive. Yeah. And of course the other things, uh, the new star program, very, very awesome. Live by faith. Doug says, and, and not by fear. We, we don't serve a God of fear. So, right.
2: um,
0: unfortunately we're running out of time again, Ben. Yes, we are. Uh, yes. so, we could really probably dig a little bit deeper into this topic, but uh, we want to thank all of those who joined us. And let's, this, uh, this particular episode, let's just pause for a moment and uh, close with a word of prayer. All right. Dear Father in Heaven, Lord, we thank you so much for the information uh, that's been given by all of those who are uh, researching or the professionals or just out seeking truth lord we we ask that you continue to watch over those uh, those folks such uh, such as uh, Dr. Neil Nedley, Doug Batchelor, and many others around the world. Lord, we ask for your truth and your power to be spread to all of those that are in the presence of 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 any of this uh, this any of these viruses or any illnesses um, but more importantly Lord we, we pray that you give the people of your kingdom the desire to seek truth and to continue to learn and to turn over rocks by all means uh, just giving themselves to you and Lord at this time we pray that you uh, pour out a special blessing on them, and may we continue to keep our thoughts uh, and our, our the total intent of all that we do pure. And we ask and pray these things in Jesus' name, Amen.
2: Amen. Go ahead.
0: Ah.